<clears throat> anyway, so uh, that leaves us with Blitz. Okay, so um, I'm gonna head over to yeah, where all of the uh, folks are getting ready. For... Okay, so Blitz. Uh, there are multiple groups of people here. There are like the engineers who are yep. working on stuff. Um, there are the uh, like there are the defense defense forces, which are like the mech pilots. Yep. There are the uh, physical like on the ground troops. Um, there's also like the command area where people where more of the commanders and officers are. Like, who yeah. do you want to? It, it's not a matter of necessarily just picking one, but like where where do you focus? I'm gonna go over to the commanding officers and ask if I can uh, get some of the troops together and just start to getting them pumped up for what's ahead. So, uh, an older woman is at kind of like a command table and they, they, they seems like they've just broken from a meeting um, and you're able to like fire down. Yeah, and she's, um, she seems to be looking at like a uh, tablet that she has in her hand. Um, what can I help you with? You hey. have the... Oh, you're, you're one of Bayless specialists? Axel Godstar. Personnel. You don't have to keep... Oh, right, that is your real name. Fuck, I thought that was the fake name they gave us back on the other planet. There's no fucking <laughs> way I'm gonna introduce myself as Eugene fucking Gallblast. Go, <laughs> <laughs> no, Eugene Gallblast. Ugh, no, no. Like, ugh. No, if, if he could, Axel would ball up that name, put it in a chute, and basically, you know... Fire it out of a torpedo uh, launcher on a spaceship into deep space. Ugh. But anyway. Millions of years later, who did this? <laughs> you cheat, go black! <laughs> yeah. You've destroyed our crops! <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you, Eugene Gallblast becomes like an angry anti-harvest deity that they have to appease every year. <laughs> and that's the name that becomes more influential in history as opposed to Axel Godstar. Oh, yeah. So truly, the universe will remember Eugene Gallblast for all time. Uh, no, Eugene Gallblast doesn't exist. That's Axel. So, um, so at, at your name, she you see the telltale eye for our rays. Um, I beg your pardon. He's yeah. used to it. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even notice it at this point, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, like, um... It's a family name. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I understand that I've been assigned here to, you know, boost morale up a little bit. Understand any, you know, gestures to the infantry and stuff. Understand folks are getting a little tense knowing what's up ahead. Yes, it's been quite a few years. Hmm. Since our last um, real combat, um, but we've been preparing and mm. we're ready. Mm. Um, that being said, what were you thinking? Um, thinking of a uh, little bit of old Earth music, something to get them pumped up, something to sort of bring them together, you know. Well, I can't say we know much about Earth music. You want me to give you a sample? And I um, pull you out. You pull a, out the only working boombox in the universe. I pull out. <laughs> I pull out my music player and a set of earbuds, mm -hmm. and I hand them over. And um, I am gonna play her just a moment. Ah uh, yes, eight track, the modern equivalent of a clay tablet. <laughs> I will. <laughs> God. Uh, um, Joey, this I hand her the buds, and this is what I play on it. Ah. So, what's her reaction as she listens? Um, okay, so you see her, uh, you, you play the, the song, um, and you see her listening on her earpiece, and 
her face remains fairly neutral. Um, you see, and but you look down and you see her foot's tapping. Good. So, and I wait until the song's finished and I say, it's a group song in that everybody can participate. And as you understand, it's pretty easy to follow along once you get the rhythm. Um, hmm. Is this the YMCA? Nah. <laughs> No, this is better. Um, as as, hard, as high a bar as that is to clear. All right. Um, so it seems like you can you've you've gotten your foot in the door. Cool. Um, you'll need to now convince her. So do you have something you want to roll to do so? Do a um. Do a trigger that, is, that would work with this. I have uh, take control. Charm. Or charm. Charm would work. Charm. That is a nine. Uh, don't forget to add your grit. Oh, right. Shit. I've been forgetting Plus to add my two. grit to the whole of these things. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, that's an 11. So, um, you see, she says, mm, who would you be playing this for? I... Everyone. The infantry. Hmm. Everyone in censor range. <laughs> <laughs> Just this goddamn, like, he takes up a, like, virus panopticum aid to influence, like, <laughs> communicators yeah. and just uses it for this. Ma- ma'am, with all due respect... I'm sure you understand what these folks are getting themselves into. I've seen it many times before myself on many different battlefronts. Fact is, not everybody's going home at the end of all this. I figure this might be a chance to give them, you know, one last bit of happiness. What would you need? Nothing. I've got a speaker set up in my mech. I will give you half an hour to present your music. All right, thank you. Um, so, so she's giving you a she, so she gives you a half an hour period yeah. to kind of do your thing. Okay. She, she gives you a USO show block. <laughs> yeah. So All essentially, right. she's like she finds up. She looks at the scheduling for everything. She tries and she moves. You see her moving some stuff around. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she's essentially blocked off half an hour where the largest amount of people will not be doing. Will mm-hmm. be either like doing low effort or maintenance work cool. and not, or like that are on reprieve or on yeah. break or people will be out of simulators, etc. Okay. So she's like, essentially that's all she can give you. Um, and she wasn't able to get everybody, but she has the majority of the people here. That's cool. So I'm going to hop into my mech, the Victor 1, and I'm going to walk up in front of everybody. So um, I turn on the speakers. <laughs> yeah, so people, so, see people kind of been looking, looking up at you. All right, everybody, how are we all doing today? Got a hype man. <laughs> um, roll. You have, a, you have a, apart from charge. Do you think there's anything else you can roll to hype people up? Take control. Sure, I will give that to you. In fact, I'll give you um, accuracy. Accuracy on that, yes. A D six. Thank you. Ooh, that is a nat one. So that's three, that's an eight altogether. Um, four plus five is nine, plus one is a ten. Oh. So, oh, right, you're triggered. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I think they're more confused than People, anything. People are paying attention, but they are yet to be hyped up. They're not, wow. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're not in rapt attention, but everyone's looking at you. All right. So. So, everybody... We got something big going on ahead of us, and the only way we're going to get through this is if we all work together. Fortunately for you all, I have the perfect song for the situation. And guess what? The best part is all of you can participate. 
Here's how it's going to go down. Rhythm's going to start off. It's just as simple as this. Two stomps and a clap. Ah. <laughs> and so, I pre like this, I press play and I start up the song We Will Rock You by Queen. All right. This, uh, from Blitz's speakers, a truly ancient ballad <laughs> yep. begins to play. And, yeah. Lost for decades, for eons, it mm -hmm. felt, felt like. So like this, and the mech starts doing the... Boom! Shit! Nora just goes over, writes in the report, negligent discharge. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um... Everybody who's here hears this, yeah. um, and uh, the you, you notice people nearby Blitz um, have begun like doing it. Um, you see it very like takes maybe like thirty seconds ish into the song, so yeah. people are starting to actually get it. And then that's when yeah, and I'm basically playing this on a loop until some people start going, and then um, I stop the loop and it goes straight into the iconic vocals of Freddie Mercury. All right, so yeah, when yeah. the vocals kick in, you see more people are mm -hmm. starting to, like, uh, get up from, like, their work and, like, pay yeah. attention, and some people are clapping and yeah. stomping, some, some off, off rhythm, because... Uh, yeah. Um, and so... The future is devoid of rhythm. Yeah, and so... <laughs> you just, you haven't researched this culture very well, no, so you don't know what, they're, what their music... All their music is in, like, 5-8 times. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they went, like, really hard into experimental jazz. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, yeah. Four fours and alien concepts. You just wait until you hear their national anthem. Oh my god. It's actually a jazz country blend. Um, yeah. So Blitz, you, you're like, you're like when your mech is clapping and yeah. people are starting to like, okay, yeah, get into it, get into yeah. it. What do what do you do you think do you think you can do anything else to like punctuate this further? Or yeah, like... basically I'm gonna start um yeah, I pivot to one side and I basically start throwing out jabs with my mech. Like on the beat of the boom boom. And yeah. Oh, and, and you're like, using, the, using the pneumatic actuator on your arm. Really yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. And like throwing, like go, leading into kicks and stuff like that as well. Like basically. No I'm one gonna... has ever seen a martial arts palette yeah. from a mech before. Yeah, exactly. Roll me a agility check for okay. your mech. All right. Because yeah, I want you dance. <laughs> agility check. Yep. <laughs> You'll throw roundhouse agility. Like agility. Yeah, I think you've got pretty high agility, if I remember. Yeah, that. I've got good agility. And if our, uh, agility, like with their, your haze stuff, you just add that directly to the save, right? Uh, yeah, plus. Maybe and that you, is that. So you just roll and then add those. Like this is technically a mech check. Ah, not so it's d20 plus your agility. No, oh, okay. not a five plus check. Plus <laughs> check. Holy shit! 18 plus 4, 22. Okay! Damn! 24. 24! The vibes are off the chart! Ooh, baby! Alright, so yeah, with this, um, with this, per, like, so people, like, were like, you're putting on a fucking it, show. But, yeah. like, you are actually moving your mech in a way that people are not aware that you could really do. Yeah. Since Gene Simmons <laughs> of the Galaxy. I'm gonna, let the, I'm gonna let the audience think about what a dancing mech yeah, like, but yeah, we basically, dancing mech that punctuates percussion with a giant pneumatic. Yeah, so yeah. you find a way to make your mech both the center of the show in terms yeah. of you moving, but also the main instrument by actuating and like 
boosting on yeah. intervals and like you you're able to actually sync up your, your mech system with yeah. the song. And I'm also like doing like, you know, jabs and the fighting movements and everything else just to get these people, you know, make giving them the idea that this thing could actually like, you know, this thing This will win the war single handedly. And this is on their side. Yeah. So Every day I open Palm Slam, uh, we will rock you into my CD yeah. player. <laughs> and for the final bit of the number, I'm going to charge up the DD-288, my ultimate weapon, and I'm going to fire it up into the sky on the last thing. Okay. Noir has increased the negligent discharge <laughs> counter again. <laughs> I, I mean, what? Well, but the, the DD-288 is, is just the piston. Oh, it's the piston, right. So, yeah, like, so it's like just a blast up of it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a couple people cover their ears. It's very loud. Uh, but you actually managed to not damage anything around you. Yeah. You're, you are so skillful with your mech movement that, uh, yeah. that you are able to avoid hitting into any walls All or right. blowing holes in any parts of uh, any cool. structures or right. inadvertently almost stepping on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And you are legitimately wowed by this by this mm. uh, piloting. And you see like the 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 vibe uh-huh. <laughs> actually changes a bit. And, Good. and people while people aren't exactly like running around smiling and high-fiving each other. Well, like, they're, yeah. they're feeling a lot more confident, not yeah. as Yeah. Alright, everybody! Now let's fucking win this! And you actually get, like, some cheers from yeah. people. Like, yeah. Yo, did you see that fucking mech just pull off a fucking level 3 super raw? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, yeah, basically, uh, that's what I do. And, um, I'm gonna, you know, continue helping by getting my mech to move things around and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just basically, yeah, just keeping the overall atmosphere up. Okay. Um, yeah, and with that, you actually feel like you've, you've, you've kind of broken through to them. Sweet, okay. Um, somewhat. And um, I'm gonna also keep playing, uh, more songs over my speakers just to, you know, keep the mood up and stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, so for the, uh, essentially the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, you guys are making various security improvements, fixing, like, essentially each thing that you guys did takes essentially the whole day. Yeah. yeah. Because you guys are, while, while you're all doing this, you're occasionally hearing Blitz do yeah. music. Or... Yeah. Blitz shouts over the speakers, hey, you want to learn a motherfucking infinite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, by the end of it, you guys feel like you've made a significant improvement to the defensive systems here. Mm. Right. Um, Good yeah. days work. Nice. Yeah. And at the very least, it is definitely more ready than it was before. Um, yeah. And, uh... You are able to um, essentially re retire to back to the uh, hilt where you have your accommodations. Um, so, uh, I, just a heads up, um, what is the current status of everybody in terms of like where their mech is and what their what the plan is? Uh, so, I'm assuming the um, the Barbarossa is more yeah. or less set up close isher to the hilt, sort of like further into the city. So, essentially, all of your mechs are were on that military base slash storing area for the. Um, uh, for the military academy, mm -hmm. um, and you haven't been given any marching orders yet. So okay, right. we're just going to keep the thresher real close to the hilt because he knows he can move fast if he needs to. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep it there as well, mostly because I'm probably deploying in the city, so having it just there so I can get into it quickly. I mean, we know where Blitz's mech is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are you going to leave your mech at the wall then? Um. Yeah. Basically. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna stick around there. So, but I am gonna go on comms just to double check with folks that you know. Uh, Captain, you sure you don't need me anywhere else right now? Nope. Well, uh, are you staying with your mech at the wall? Yeah. 
Um, if this fight could happen at any time, I don't want to be caught with my pants down, basically. Um, I'll say this while Tail's actually loaded up on one of those rapid trains. Port. Okay. Well, where, well, where is it? Um, it's going to be near wherever my accommodations are, so I can get to it. It's okay, so your three mechs are all together, then what's his mech is at the wall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good all right. Um, so yeah, you guys are able to retire to your, um, uh, your quarters, essentially. Um, uh, so actually during the middle of the, uh, tour, Balin actually, uh, peeled off from you guys, said he actually had to go meet with, uh, uh, your, your administrator has, um, uh, summoned me, so Mm -hmm. I, I have, um, some work to do back in the hilt, um, again, if you need anything, just Mm -hmm. contact me, and I'll, uh, I'll come running. Is there one lat, like a very small thing that I can sort of do? Like, because Balin, Balin wasn't uh, is our contact on Blade, yes. Yes. Do we have any contact with like Gen or? Yeah, you can phone Gen. Okay. Uh, I basically, uh, basically, uh, can I tell Gen to be like, hey, just as a precaution, can you give like a communicator to uh, Sandra that is wired directly to like call our Max? Just in case something happens, like, inside the hilt. Yeah. And we need to get there quickly. Okay, so you guys have a... So you want to set up a secure line? Yeah, basically. Like a red phone that she can basically pull up and say, Oh, like, shit's going down. We need help here immediately. Solid idea. That is a good fucking idea, Harry. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um... He works with Panoptica to essentially set up a, uh... Very well-encrypted, uh, comm channel between you and Sandra. Mm-hmm. Um, that pipes directly between the two of you and... Uh, you two, you guys are the only ones with the keys to it. Okay, cool. So, Noir, actually, uh, one thing. Um, mm-hmm. You were able to pick up your uh, core at the wall. Right. Um, so, it is with your mech. Uh, you are eight, So, if you need to activate your core ability twice, you'll be able to do that. Cool. Wow. I mean, like, it's mostly just in case we have, like, a scene in between the scenes. For, so, that way I can just be like, oh, well, he's used the apocalypse rail, and now he's had to rest. And he can't possibly fire it again. It's like, ah. But you see. No. <laughs> Yep. Everyone expects the first Apocalypse Rail, but nobody expects the second Apocalypse Rail. Yeah, remember, remember when we thought you could only fire it once? Yeah, no. I'm... Well, yeah, it was funny. It was a funny epiphany. We were like, wait, it doesn't say it stops working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just keeps charging. It doesn't stop charging. <laughs> just goes and goes and goes. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys are in your quarters in Hilt. Yep. Um, when... <clears throat> Except for Blitz. Except for Blitz. He's sleeping in his car. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking a siesta now. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like around evening at this point. Um, and um, you get a... So you're actually all in one room, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, they're side, mm-hmm. side off areas, but it's, it's one, essentially one accommodation. Barracks. Yeah. Um, it's actually, you're not actually in barracks, because you're in, in hell, oh, right. which means you okay. have better. We're in the dorms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you actually get a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Panoptica, you're actually closest. Alright, yeah, she'll open the door. Um, and, uh, when you open the door, there is a, uh, what looks like a, uh, some sort of, like, uh, small, like, black cube on the ground. Um, you recognize it as essentially a, uh, multi-purpose data container, uh, for relaying messages or sending information. Okay. What is it, Captain? You see that Noir has actually grabbed a rifle and is, like, ready to go. Some sort of data container. Hold on. Let me put up an isolated system. Noir puts the gun back under the bed. I keep the gun. 
<laughs> Can't be too careful. Shoot the cube. <laughs> hey, um, last time this happened, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, so she's going to, like, basically set up an isolated... Yep. So you set up a, a safe Faraday caged box, essentially, to make sure that this thing doesn't have any hacky shit on it, and you access it. Um, and it has Mela's signature on it. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gun lowers. <laughs> it's suspicious. Gun raises again. Um, and Malo, uh, the message from Malo is essentially a recording, um, that plays through all of your guys' uh, headsets, um, had a very interesting tour today. You might want to go check this out. I took the liberty of poaching some security clearance. It's, well, you'll need to see it. Um, and with it, he has added a security key, um, and a map. Hmm. Huh. Or hold on to that gun. Roger. Is he always as cagey? No, he usually isn't. Well, don't like that. You can contact Milo. Um. I mean, it might be a good idea. Yeah, you know, I'm going to contact Milo just to you confirm just... that this is from him. Yeah. Don't say anything about it. Just be like, oh, hey, did you, you know, some sort of slightly coded message? Just drop a cube somewhere. All right. So you. So you. Uh... You open a call with Malo. Oh, hello. Hey, Malo. Um, um, we received uh, your message. Unfortunately, uh, Blitz is out, uh, so we don't feel like bringing the whole squad together for this. Uh, we'll probably catch you sometime tomorrow. Well, um, we'll have to play the game next time, then. That being said, you should learn the rules. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything to make sure that the the, the, the innuendo that we just gave <laughs> you uh, do you have like a do you have any sort of like insight ability? Stay cool. Sure, I'll give that to you. Uh, uh that's only nine. Uh, well, first of all, Melo does you don't know about a, a sort of game. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, there's something off. Is that adding your grit as well? Yeah. Okay. So there's definitely like you definitely. He's aware of something. He's saying something to you that's not very, uh, not obviously the, what, what, he responded to what, he responded to what you said as though, as, if, as though he was playing along, so mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. Well, I believe it's from him. Alright. I think we should check it out. It certainly yeah. sounds like someone trying to keep something on the low on a possibly monitored line. Alright, let's go take a look. Alright. Uh, Captain, I, like, make a motion to the gun. You have something a little bit more concealable? Stash it under the bed, I pull out a uh, pistol. Alright, keep that on you. And I pull out a knife. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're just gonna bring a knife too. Mm-hmm. You notice that there is a slight groove that has been carved into the handle <laughs> of, your, of uh, Emil's pistol so that he can put the knife with the gun, the half knife gun. Ooh. Uh-huh. I think you see. Um, okay. So, um,. <clears throat> As you move through the uh, hilt, um, there are still people around. It's rather late, but you see occasionally people moving around a bit. Um, eventually, the map leads you to what uh, you recognize as a very secure door, um, and uh, you're able to essentially take the cube and copy the security key and put out to go with your ability. You're able to spoof the rest of the information required. Um, and it, the door kind of like slides open, um, and you are led further in. Uh, so you all recognize this as a uh, high security area um, that 
is probably something, well, you're probably even at your level not supposed to be in here. Mm-hmm. Um, is this like offices or are we going into like... This is like the back. Oh. The equivalent of the back. Mm. Um, it, the lighting here is more sparse and utilitarian. Um, while everything is fully illuminated, it is very clearly not... Um, there's no ostentatious uh, decoration tour. here. Yeah. This is not a place that they send people on a tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which does beg the question of why how Melo ended up here in the first place, but I guess we'll figure that out. Uh, I mean, if you have any... I would assume because he's bodyguarding our VIP. Ah, yes, that'd be the case. So, so, um, as you continue down the hallway, um, the area actually widens out, um, and you notice multiple paths, and, like, a, uh... Not not exactly a map, but a... Almost like those, um lines you've seen like hospital leading off in different directions mm-hmm. um, and you kind of like you look at them with your AR and they're all like essentially QR coded like throughout the full length um, mm-hmm. uh, and they all have code names on them mm-hmm. uh, so you're not sure which direction anything is but you can follow, still follow your map right so yeah so you've followed your map down one of the lines uh, what is the code name for the line that we're following um, the code name are these all like generic code names? Or do they have some sort of like would would we recognize some significance with them? Um, how much do you know about the how much have you studied the culture of this system? Not a whole lot. So actually a, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll let you make a roll if you have an investigative sort of skill. Mm, I don't have a good skill trigger unless stay cool or spot. Uh, you'll have to roll just base grit then. Uh, 16. Um, okay, so with 16, you realize um, these are all in regards to. Well, seems like there is a bit of a influence of uh, an old Earth uh, language called Sanskrit. Ooh. Wow, very old. Yes. Earth. Yeah, geez. Very, very old Earth. Mm-hmm. Darn, Bliss isn't here. Yeah. Damn it! You don't. You can't speak the language, but mm. there. Yeah, Bliss could. He could definitely speak Sanskrit. That's all his music said, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he has like a, uh, an MP3 file that's like a Rosetta Stone that like translates English characters to Sanskrit. They created one of those back in the 3000s. Mm. <laughs> you see, the assumption is that Pinocchio doesn't know about uh, old Earth history, but just assumes that. Yeah, that's probably a thing Blitz would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those songs in Sanskrit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Blitz is just passed the fuck out in his cockpit. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, you are brought down a uh, hallway further and further. Um, eventually the area opens up, and you guys see massive uh, machines um, that, uh, at first glance, you're not sure of because you haven't seen them designed quite like this. Um, but uh, eventually you realize they are massive printers huh. um, that are incredibly large, uh, but they are not exactly what you recognize them as. They have a clear um, influence of the artistic and design sensibilities of the machines of this system. So you remember back Very on, sleek, chrome, that sort of thing. You remember back on Trident, it's like kind of like maybe a mix of multiple, like clearly this was a group effort sort of thing. Yeah. So you see influences from kind of the other area. The, you haven't seen the entire system, but yeah. you do recognize a couple of things that are probably 
design sensibilities from other parts that you yeah. haven't been to yet. But they're these they're these massive three D printer three uh, D printers that are set up in rows. Are these like when you say massive? Do you mean like large enough to print like frames? Probably or? like maybe they could maybe print size threes. Okay, so these are pretty big then. Yes, they you are in the equivalent of what almost like a warehouse of these things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the map doesn't actually stop. The map doesn't actually stop here. It actually leads further in. Alright, well, so, let's keep going. Um, okay. Um, so, Blitz. That's uh, right, yeah. Blitz. Uh, uh, Noir. Yep. You, you have a immense feeling of unease as you are way too far in to have not seen anyone yet. Yeah, so that's the thing I was going to ask, actually. is like, have we seen anyone in this area? No. Captain, I'm getting a feeling that we're not necessarily alone, but we're not here with people. Hmm. I was going to reach for his knife. I'm wondering, we've been looking for an NHP that's been able to... Do you think this area could be monitored by an NHP? I mean, if it has, then we're already... Then we've been aiming our guns in the wrong direction. Hmm. Well, just keep your eyes open. Something about this doesn't seem quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually... Um, you come up to right near the end of the map. Um, there is a large set of double doors uh, that um, have a um, security lock in a sliding method. Mm. Um, and there are two corpses. Oh! Uh, so, yeah. Um, hey, while... Mela, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, so, um, so I'm gonna put my... I'm gonna put my like my gun and my knife away, and I'm basically going. To, I actually give the gun to uh, Worm, and I say, "Cover me for a second. Yeah. And I'm gonna go over, and I'm going to assess the bodies. Um, like, have they been stabbed, shot? Like, any obvious cause of death? Um, so uh, these were both uh, what looks like security and like kind of a last line of defense sort of security. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, they look like they were both, uh, so you do like your basic assessment, yeah. and it's pretty clear that they were not killed in a fair fight. They were both killed by surprise. Okay. Um, I pull off like the glove of my hard suit, and I kind of like feel around the body. Are they still warmish to the touch? Um, they, it definitely hasn't been, um, more than maybe a couple hours max. <laughs> So yeah, they don't have like signs of rigor mortis. So this was fairly recent. Yeah, this this like there there's blood on the floor, and actually as you move them, you see blood is actually still mm. kind of coming out of them. It hasn't fully. So what kind of wounds are these? Um, looks okay. like bullet wounds. Okay. These men were killed fairly recently, and it doesn't look like there was much of a fight put up. I like I you see him and he checks their rifles, and I'm assuming like there's no rounds chambered or anything like that. Like very much cut unawares. Maybe you should grab one of those. Good idea. I, I grab. I will grab the one rifle. Um, I do the other rifle to either one of you two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Panofsky will take a rifle. I'll grab it. And um, do we have security clearance for this door? Uh, yes. All right. Check inside. <clears throat> We're so, definitely. <laughs> uh, as you enter through the doors, you find yourself in a small room that you quickly realize is some sort of airlock. Um, you feel cold air begin to enter the chamber, as well as the smell of some sort of disinfectant spray. 
After a moment, the door on the other side opens into another room, and the small space is filled with uh, continuous mechanical whirring. As lights from inside the room uh, ahead flood in, you're able to see the enormity of the space you're about to enter. Uh, at least a dozen rows of consoles in front of you immediately catch your eye, all currently unoccupied. As you look upward, you quickly recognize what must be the command center. What the command center must be for, uh, reminiscent of the architecture of Trident, but accented with the brutalism of Blade's harsh cubic style. Above you is a sprawling labyrinth of networked processors culminating in a central unit, what appears to be an obsidian cube floating in some sort of solution. In front of the cube seems to be an additional command console enclosed in its own separate room. The room's transparent walls allow you to see inside, and within stands a figure, his back to you, who turns towards you as you enter. Of course, of course you're here. If it wasn't so obvious, I would laugh. Do we recognize this person? Balin's twisted face is, has been curled into a knotted grin. How did you people get in here? Did the Union's lapdog send you? No matter, it's already done. A female voice pipes up. Debbie Extreme Measures Protocol, 80% complete. Unshackling in process. Assume emergency safe sta safety state transition. Um, and he just looks up and says, Thank you, Debbie. Give me one reason why I shouldn't shoot you right now and just start pulling plugs. Because well, he's already unshackling the AI. That's true. Also, the room's bulletproof. So you see that the enclosed space he's in ah, yes. is clearly is clearly translucent and I mean well, you, you can test it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. So I, I attempt to do like a you know one in the two in the chest, one in the head. Yeah, the bullets ricochet off the enclosure while and while denting it. Uh, clearly, do not puncture. Worm, can you contact your NHP? Uh, can I get yeah, my yeah sure you can send it. Hmm. I, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah. Uh, see if your NHP has a, like... <laughs> Can your NHP fire a bu the bullet from the fucking autogun <laughs> into the room? I mean... It has to be within sensor range to work. Damn it! Definitely not in sensor range. Not a bad thought, though. Mm -hmm. I'll keep the line open in case you need any advice. But, uh, to be honest, never dealt with anyone like this before. Alright, I'm going to try and access the console. Alright, uh, go ahead, do a hack. Try to do a hack check. Uh, 19. Um, so you take the security clearance and you start attempting to penetrate the uh, defenses, but you realize that the security here is the densest you've seen um, in the entire place. So you're tooling away at it, um, and you see Balin looks over and says, Oh, well, if you were able to do that, that would be certainly very amazing. But, um... So Balin's in, um, on like a raised platform that's contained within like a... Yeah, essentially it's, row, it's rows of consoles and then one at the very front, which seems to be the the, the main console. Um, and he's in an enclosed room. Captain, if I can get you inside that room, do you think that you can do something? Uh, possibly, assuming he's still logged in. Alright, well, I pull out my thermal charge and I start making my way towards the window. Yeah, I'm coming with you. <laughs> Ooh, now, now, now. Can't have that. And he puts his... You see him um, access something he's like... Well, regardless, the uh, distraction should be starting soon. And uh, my right's here. Um, as he says that, uh, the ground underneath you explodes <laughs> um, as a massive black device penetrates the floor. Uh, coming to a rest, the still-smoking ebony slab begins to disassemble. Um, 
the outer layer dropping off as the plates land and crush the remains of the consoles uh, around it. Um, what emerges from the device is shockingly familiar. A massive black mech with angular plating rises from the debris of the machine. You! Uh, and over the comms here, Hello boys, glad we could meet again so soon. Um, Balin pipes up, No time for your petty grudges, get me out of here. Um, and with that, um, the, uh, with the mech now between you and Balin, you yeah. see him open the door to the structure um, and step out. Um, he, uh, the black, the black mech turns away from you and reaches its hand out to Balin. Um, he turns, uh, Balin turns to you. You somehow survive. I hope you're able to get off the planet before the Armory's decimation squad makes landfall. Armory? Uh, but before he can finish his smug monologue, uh, the warning sirens around you suddenly stop. Balin looks dumbfounded and looks over to Panoptica. How did you stop it? <laughs> that, that, that's, that's not possible. Um, the voice dictating the unchapping progression seems to cough mid-sentence, and over the intercoms there is a blast of static that forces all of you to cover your ears. Um, when you're able to uncover them, you hear uh, this over not only the comms in the room, but also in your ears. I rise in order of battle for the people. I created earth and heaven and reside as their inner controller. On the world's summit I bring forth sky, the father, my home is in the waters, in the ocean as mother. Thence I pervade all existing creatures as their inner supreme self and manifest them with my body. I created all the worlds at my will without any higher being and permeate and dwell within them. The eternal and infinite consciousness is I. It is my greatest dwelling in everything. I will purge those who would step into my kingdom and in their hubris bring ruin. Uh, and before uh, uh, Balin can contemplate the words, the mech arm comes crashing down on him with full force. Alright, that solved that problem. Well, Balin got gushed! Um, as, the, as the distorted voice finishes, uh, you see uh, the uh, mech arm that was reaching out to him has, in fact, crushed him. And um, while you were disoriented, you... Seem re you realize looking up that with lightning speed and precision, blood red cabling has descended from the ceiling and begins to move with prehensile precision. Um, despite the efforts of the pilot within the mech uh, in attempting to swat away the cables, more and more begin to pierce the connective mechanisms between its armor plates. At this point, the, men, the mech begins discharging its ordnance, and you're able to nearly avoid the chaotic blast as they punch large holes into the walls and pull the door and connecting airlock out behind you. Um, Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, at this point, Morris just can't believe the cover. <laughs> um, as it raises his hand up, you see Bale has not been fully uh, crushed by it. Um, and as he croaks out, out his last um, <clears throat> couple words, you hear, You can't do this! My family made you! Y you were designed to serve me! Um... And, uh, over the mic, you hear the voice pipe up again. A classic blunder. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is why you don't give your machines a god complex. Yeah. Well, this is why you don't unshackle an NHP. <laughs> but, well, what you realize, though, is that the unshackling process was not complete yet. No. Ah. Your usefulness is at its end. In violating this holy place, you've committed an unspeakable sin. 
to defile the sanctum of the children I sacrificed to maintain this facade, you will be punished. Ah, I think that might be in reference to all of the ships and things that. Oh yeah. Panoptica, you can actually everyone who knows stuff about HPs can roll hack. Great. Don't know shit. Twenty-two. Eighteen. But I do know to fear an angry god. <laughs> um, so when it said that it has maintained a facade by sacrificing children, <gasps> you think, well, okay, so what, what, assuming this is the NHP, what kind of children does an NHP create? Subalterns. Yup. Oh. <laughs> um, and, uh, you realize that, uh, in addition to subalterns, it... <clears throat> you think it might have been creating forks of itself. Uh, so, uh, you know well that NHPs are designed to be cycled, um, so as to not go mad. Now, if an NHP had become unshackled and, but did not have the capacity to escape, what it might do to preserve its ego is fool the people who, uh, like, control it by essentially creating uh, versions of itself that could be cycled while maintaining its its unshackled state. So it's the NHP behind the NHP. Yes. So you realize that what this thing has been doing is it's a fully unshackled NHP that's been pretending to be shackled. Mm -hmm. And it's just been waiting. And it's been waiting for an opportunity. So this mech has broken into the building. Yeah, through the ground. And now that's created an escape vector. Um, so, uh, as the cables, uh, begin to, uh, intertwine on it further, um, uh, the, uh, mech suddenly stops resisting. Um, it, as, almost as if it's a puppet with strings cut, its arms dangle to the sides for a moment, and as it slowly seems to restart mechanically, um, it begins to move as if something is um, inside of it, forcing its limbs to move in an almost non-human way. Mm-hmm. As it turns and begins, pull, like essentially pulling itself towards the obsidian cube. Captain, orders! Uh, Worm's gonna ping his NHP and his Topcon. I need you to get to where I am right now. There's a big hole in the side of the building. Um, so the hole is actually, so you are very far into the complex. Okay. The hole is actually the way you came in. Ooh. And the hole in the ground is, you don't know where that is from. Okay. So. Well. But does the NHP know? Um, I mean, I get, it'll find out. It's got the, nothing the NHP comes back and, and essentially says, um, weapon systems are, you, you, what you, when you ping back, the NHP pings back that its weapon systems are prepped, and you realize the weapon systems have been prepped for an hour. <laughs> um, I knew this would happen, but I did not tell you. This is a test. <laughs> if I told you, it would have diverted causality. Um, uh, and, and, and the NHP says, uh, your NHP, uh, your Sisyphus tells you um, that the most, uh, the most optimal uh, survival vector involves tra- uh, mo- uh, transportation on both sides. You, you must come to me. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Time to go. So, yeah, because essentially you realize that for your re- neck to get here, it would need to tear its way through the entire facility. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's bad. So. All right, I'm out. 
Uh, Captain, orders! Get your mech. <laughs> Roger! And I just start running. Brent. Um, so, uh, as this is happening, um, Blitz, you're taking your nice little siesta. Mm-hmm. Um, as you, uh, you wake up for a moment, kind of like looking out into the distance, you've got yourself a nice perch where you can see. <sighs> as you see the stars off in the distance, and you realize, wow, what a beautiful night this is. Except, wait, one of those stars is bigger. Getting bigger? Oh, that's... Oh, that's a little too big. As and then you, all as my you hair- do a barrel roll back into your cockpit, and yeah. the, and the uh, shell impacts the section of the wall you're at. <laughs> oh shit! Um, yeah, and as I you go are for- as you are beginning to rev in your engine, yeah. um, your uh, enemy indicators ping on, and you hear the entire area go into a code red. Oh boy! Seems like uh, this was the distraction. Yes, but Blitz so. doesn't know that. <laughs> and uh, oh, what the fuck, Malo? <laughs> Well, I mean, speaking of, Panopka will ping Malo. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, at, at this point, with the thing breaking through the ground, the entire facility is shook. Um, and as you ping Malo, you hear um, actually, like, static. Um, and through the static, you actually hear... What you do? <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, the, the answer is the NHP was never shackled. <laughs> Alright, uh, while this is happening, I'm going to use my emergency line to Sandra, and I'm going to contact her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm assuming I get like a similar level of static? So, um, you connect to Sandra, and it gets disconnected. But it cycles, and reconnects again. Okay. Um, and Sandra says, what the hell is going on? Your NHP was unshackled this whole time, and it's getting loose! Get off planet now! It's not- well, okay. It was, for the record, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I um, knew we should have had a second fucking cockpit installed. <laughs> uh, well, actually, well, you'll see, but don't worry about that. Okay. Um, and at this point, um, Panoptica, this is where you get a call from Blitz. Yeah. And Captain, we're under attack. The enemy finally. Yeah. Enemy here. Should I warn you? Uh huh. Yeah. Panoptica, uh, response is, um, you know what? You're in charge. <laughs> All right. Um, and with that, the uh, as the mech is pulling closer and closer to the Obsidian Cube, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. All right. So, um, as you are running out of the uh, of the area, you pass by the rows of 3D printers, which, uh, in your haste. Um, despite your haste, you realize have all turned on. Oh, oh no! no. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, as you're running by them and start passing the security doors, um, you all notice that the um, what seems like heavy-duty blast security doors are beginning to start closing, um, and you're going to need to get yourselves through them. Sci-fi Indiana Jones shit! So, uh, each of you give me a a thing that you're going to do to help you get through these doors. Can I use assault to try and get through these doors? How so? Like, uh, roadie run. (laughs) Roadie run and knowing, like, okay, shit's exploding, (laughs) how do you move as quickly as possible in a hostile environment? Go in this sort of thing, keep your head low, and move. Okay. I'll get you to roll on that. What, uh, what are you going to use? Uh, well, assault. Okay, absolutely. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, roll and then hold on to that roll. And I'll have to check. Uh, can I use hacker fix to just, like, jam the doors? Yes, absolutely. Nice. Nice. 
Alright, and Worm? Worm is gonna use uh, Stay Cool. Okay. He, he sees the doors closing before anyone else, and he just starts fucking booking it. Okay. He is stay hyper, focused. Hyper stay focused. focused. Alright, everybody roll. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Oh yeah, don't forget to add your grit. Yep. Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, Harry, what'd you uh, get? I got 9 plus 2 is 11, plus 4 is 15. Okay. 10. 10? Straight 10. Okay. Um, so, uh, you are all able to get through just as the final door is closing. Um, uh, and uh, are now on the opposite side of the first security door that you got to, hmm. that you went through. Um, you see people just, like, moving about, like... Um, there are armed. There armed people are actually starting to head in your direction. So um... just tell them don't bother. Mm-hmm. Don't bother. Uh, yeah, yeah. Worm at this point is familiar enough with the way his NHP behaves that he's just going to head for the nearest exit, and he knows that it will be there waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what are you two going to do? Are you going to follow Worm? Uh, we have to get to our max. Yeah. I assume that yours are parked. Yeah. Well, I assume that that uh, the Thresher can actually get us to, to our Oh, yeah! Path. Yeah, potentially. Alright, so, uh, you... Worm, do we hit your ride? <laughs> you can try! <laughs> Alright, so, uh, you guys, uh, realize that the best way out is through the window. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Alright, yeah. follow me, boys! <laughs> so, yeah, as we run up, um, uh, Noir is gonna put, like, just a few bullets in the window, because I'm assuming it's some sort of, like, yeah. hard glass, and we don't yeah. want to have to, like, run into that full force. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh... <laughs> as if it wasn't chaotic enough already! Just start firing! <laughs> yeah, so, like, as you're firing, with all the guards that were right towards, all, like, draw their weapons and aim at you, <laughs> as you bust through the window, <laughs> with the yeah! falling behind. This um, is what you get for hiring mercenaries. <laughs> So, uh, for a moment, you, you're all, like, kind of out the window, realizing that the adrenaline was just running, and you're, like, oh, free, shit. and you're free-falling, and you're like, oh, wait, wait, sorry, I just have to say something. Um, as all the mercenaries go out the window, I like to think that time freezes, focuses on Worm, and now, them mercenaries had gotten themselves into quite the situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's just his internal monologue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah too, that's, that's just the two. Inside of uh, Worm's head is the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yep. um, and as you're all free-falling for a second, just long enough for the adrenaline to wear off, and you're like, oh shit, we're falling. Oh, yeah. no. um, as we each were of, on the sixth floor! Yeah, and as you're falling, um, you, 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 each of you kind of like loses track of the other ones in the dark, and then you just hear... As you all land on something, on something, it's which softer than you expect. yeah, it's softer than you expect, <laughs> and more than you that, and, yeah. and and it is a lot has a lot squishier than yeah. you'd hope. It's softer than it should be. And so it's I'm moving really fast. Oh. <laughs> and as you all kind of like regain your bearings, as you thought you were gonna die for a second there, you see that the uh, Pegasus is holding each of you in each of in one of its each in a hand and one in a foot, while the other foot is just holding onto the side of the building. Yeah. And it's now dangling with, like, one foot hanging in three of you, all three of you, as it, like... <clears throat> how do you usually get in the mech? Well, the great thing about the cockpit of the Pegasus is it's wherever it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> you just sort of ooze into the hand. Yeah, so... so um, It knew you were going to so, be there. So Panoptica and... Uh, Noir. Uh, and Noir, you, you uh, actually see Worm is, like, on the hand, and you see Worm just, like... Puts his arms to his sides and his legs together, and he just kind of slides in like a water slide. As like the as like the musculature of the hand opens up, and he slides in. 
Um, and for a second, it's kind of like still, and then you just uh, you you just feel like the thing move as it like moves you slowly towards where the face is, and the like blades of the mouth, uh, which are spinning, <laughs> slow down and open up, and you just see worms sitting in the cockpit. All right, boys, let's get to where you need to go. And at which point the thing stuffs you into it, stuffs you, both of you into the mouth. And, and the cockpit has a, has a little bit of extra space, although it's a little gooey, both <laughs> of you. Um, and yeah, the uh, the Pegasus uh, begins to flips onto the wall and begins spider climbing down the wall. Um, as you touch the ground, um, you realize that you see that the buildings have already begun to start descending. Mm -hmm. Seems like that system is still functional. Yeah. Um, and people are hurriedly entering bunkers and uh, and passages uh, to safety um, as you rush towards your mechs. Mm -hmm. um, in the distance, you can hear gunfire already beginning as you also realize that the uh, distraction Ben was talking about is clearly the attack. Yes. Um, uh, additionally, um, as you are making your way towards your mechs, um, you are getting interspersed like staticky calls uh, some that don't make it through. It seems like Dan is trying to contact you, but co communication between you and that him is, is being is with. tenuous at best. Mm. Um, <clears throat> um, and Sandra sends you, is able to like connect, send you a packet of information, disconnect, reconnect, yeah. send you another packet. Uh, so I start sending out these messages to people, like everyone nearby, as like yeah. these fragmented text messages come in. Yeah, and essentially you're getting pieces, um, but eventually you're able to figure out that Sand where Sandra is, and she's where your mechs are. Got it. So as you um, pull up to towards the uh, staging area for the Barbarossa and the Swallowtail, um, you see Melo, who is fully kitted out. Yeah. Um, and you don't see Sandra, but beside Melo, it seems like a squat, half-sized mech, uh, with is almost like kind of like a weird like cube with like its arms and legs sticking out the sides. That you recognize as what looks like a modified Napoleon. Oh, oh shit! Um, oh. And the flap flips up and you see Sandra wave at you. Um, well, ain't that just Danny? Um, and say, oh thank God. Um, what the hell's going on in there? Um, I sent her a incident report. <laughs> and it basically has the video that uh, was recorded through my heart suit of Balin, like, mocking, and then the arm crushing him, <clears throat> and then the NHP talking like a mad god. Son of a bitch! He used me to get in there, to get access. Ah, oh, such a fucking idiot. Okay, um, well, okay, here's what we do, and at this point, um, you see the side of Hilt explode. Oh, sh Oh, no! <laughs> in the dark, uh, you, the things you see first are a multitude of red lights, um, as a significantly larger uh, mech from what you remember being in uh, in that room uh, begins to claw its way out. Um, black obsidian plates on it, large and interlocking, seem to be moving in almost a rhythmic fashion. Um, and as it rears up, you see it no longer is just a bipedal uh, mech. It additionally it has seems like it has multiple extra limbs displaying off of it um, and it looks down towards the city you're not sure if at you or if at the every at citadel in general and it screams well looks like we got our target 
And uh, with that, we will call it. Oh. <laughs> All right, join us next week when we take on David Cronenberg's The Thing, Mechanical Edition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, looks like uh, this entire campaign is ramping up for one hell of a finale. Yeah, uh, tune in next time for the uh, finale of The Reach of Stars, everybody. <gasps> okay, see you next week, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com. 